Hello everyone and welcome again to another Teacher Joseph podcast. Well, the time has come to send some Christmas hampers and I thought today I could tell you more about what a Christmas hamper is. Well, basically, a Christmas hamper is a traditional gift basket that's typically given during the holiday season. These hampers are usually filled with a variety of things like food and drink, particularly cheese and things which don't expire within a very short space of time. So it's like the kind of things you would buy from maybe a delicatessen, cheese all wrapped up, or maybe some wine, some canned foods as well. The contents of the hamper can actually vary widely, but there are things like gourmet foods, seasonal treats like sweets, chocolates, and sometimes non-food items like little decorations to put on your Christmas table. Now, of course, uh, because less and less people are now celebrating Christmas, fewer people than before, then it means that Christmas hampers are no longer very popular uh, last year, I sent a few, but I became aware that to do it online is very easy, but also very expensive. And because people don't really live in the same neighborhood anymore, it's not possible for me to hand make them and then just deliver them myself. I did send a parcel of sweets uh I suppose that counts, but it wasn't local. They they went to um, someone I know that lives in another country. So I guess that's a kind of hamper, but usually a hamper is in a nice decorative wicker basket. The concept of the Christmas hamper has its roots in charity. And even... Uh, now, there's a lot of churches who uh, give hampers. Now, I say who, I guess I should really say which, shouldn't I? Churches which give hampers, not to poor people, because, I mean, of all the people who go to church, one thing we can say is that they're not usually poor, at least in this country, church attracts middle-class people, but they still have a habit of delivering hampers to people who are older, over a certain age, and it doesn't come in a basket. It's also usually just a basket of food. So this idea of a hamper originates in charity, but over the years has evolved into a kind of a gift. I love doing stuff like that, but less and less people do. And to be honest with you, I'm not sure that this Christmas tradition is going to last much longer, especially bearing in mind that 
as soon as the 25th comes, shops will be open either on the 25th or the 26th with loads, with loads of bargains and reductions. So what you can buy on the 23rd or 24th, you buy um, 50% cheaper on the 26th and 27th. And not only food, because on the 26th of December, officially sales start and shops start a crazy campaign to move all of their things. Anyway, getting back to Christmas hampers, yeah, this idea of giving a hamper at Christmas comes from charity because hampers were originally given to the needy during the Christmas season as a form of aid and celebration. They're commonly exchanged between friends, family members, and sometimes companies send hampers to their favorite customers. The beauty of a Christmas hamper lies in its versatility and the personal touch because it's usually hand-packed. Finding a wicker basket to actually pack the hamper is a little bit difficult in itself. Some people do actually have these baskets because when you go on a picnic in the summertime, that's also usually packed into a wicker basket and they're still referred to as hampers, a picnic hamper. So clearly this word um, is all about the baskets. Now, what's interesting about um, those baskets is at Easter time, they can be converted into Easter baskets, especially the smaller ones. And that's a second use for your wicker baskets. The word hamper itself has an interesting history, especially in the context of Christmas hamper. Um... It's really important that I tell you that there's a verb which is also called to hamper, which has a different meaning because the etymology is different, you know, where the word came from. So the the actual word hamper as a noun apparently came from an old French word, um, which somehow or other meant a drinking vessel and over time, uh, that word evolved into a case for carrying uh, goblets or drinking vessels. And then over time, it just became a basket for carrying everything. I think the French word was hanap. For French people listening, sorry for my poor French. <laughs> um yeah, and then the other word, to hamper, came from a very different place. That's a really old English word, and it means to hinder, obstruct, or impede, such as, oh, the bad weather is hampering me from going out, for example. The bad weather hampered our travel plans. 
And uh, yeah, that's a really old English word, uh, which means to stop or to impede. You know, when you're on the aeroplane and the air hostess, she always says, doesn't she, please make sure that your bags are stored uh, in the overhead lockers above you because they might impede your exits uh, if they're on the floor. They always say something like that, don't they? So anyway, uh, that's that's a, a slightly different word, to hamper, and um, that came from an old Norwegian word, hamla, uh, or Low German hampering, uh, which means hindering or restraining. So they both ended up in English, one as a noun and one uh, as a verb, with two very different meanings. One is a beautiful basket full of delicious food for Christmas. Uh, and the other one is something which could impede you or hold you back or stop you from doing something. Very interesting, isn't it? How they can be so different but yet have the same word. Yeah, we, we often um, have those scenarios in English. So, yeah, that came from an old Norwegian word called Hamla, which reminds me, did any of you see that movie, Hamala? There's a nice movie. That was um, a movie from the Philippines. It's considered to be uh, a great uh, movie. It was all about a young girl, and she claimed that she saw the Virgin Mary and by doing that, she united families and villages. Well, she basically brought people who hated each other from around the village together. And she managed to reunite them because this apparition of the Virgin Mary or Maria, as she's known across the world, the mother of Jesus, um, uh, really brought people together. It softened their hearts, of course, there was no apparition, and at the end of the movie, um, it's discovered. But by that time, the village is much happier than it was before. It's a very powerful movie. You can find it free online, and it's with subtitles. It's not in English. Hamala. Yeah, one of my favorites. In fact, I might try and watch that over the Christmas period. Of course, I say that, but... Within an hour, I'll probably have forgotten about it. Unless I write it down, it's uh, probably not going to happen. But uh, a great movie, great movie. So there we are. That's the word hamper. So um, I sent a parcel of food to some friends living in another country. I wouldn't have called it a hamper because it's not in a basket. But I, I suppose that's what it is, I guess a hamper of food. But um, yeah, last year I delivered those. And speaking of Christmas traditions, uh, I noticed that so far I've only received one Christmas card. Now, for me, that's quite something because I, I always send lots of cards uh, and I always receive lots of cards for Christmas. 
but I haven't had any yet. You know, Christmas card sending here in the UK is a little bit political. If you send the cards and you don't get one back, then that's it. You're struck off the Christmas card list. <laughs> and that can be a sign that perhaps the category is changing. You're no longer assigned as a friend. You may now be known as an acquaintance, which is someone who isn't quite a friend, but someone that you know. I have a little book, and every year I send Christmas cards, and if I don't receive one back... It's marked in my book, and then if I don't receive a Christmas card for two years, then the person is removed from my Christmas card list. Yeah, it's it's a habit that's dying anyway. Um, I think very few people send cards now, partly because of the price of postage. I mean, it's over a pound, I think, now to send a simple card, but still, it's a lovely habit. It lets people know that you're thinking about them, even if you're not close to them. And, uh, well, uh, a lovely habit, but if they don't send one back, they'll be removed from my list. So I sent about 10 this year. So I'm still waiting for cards to come in. Yeah, so I'll be disappointed if I don't get any because I like to sit them next to my Christmas tree. So I'll wait and see what happens. Yeah, Christmas is definitely here. And another thing which happened, which um, isn't really funny, but it made me kind of smile, is that one of the local doctors... Um, we call them GP practices or the doctor's surgery or the doctor's clinic. They sent out Christmas cards this year and the Christmas card was supposed to say Merry Christmas and have a little health report inside it. I'm not sure it was even a card. I think it was just a letter to wish people happy Christmas. But anyway, there was some mix-up and many people received letters to say they had cancer. Now, there's nothing funny about that, but the actual confusion and mix-up sounded quite amusing and it, it caused a lot of offence. But after that, it caused a lot of laughter. But um, it's quite frightening that they can do that, isn't it? Quite scary, I think. Anyway... Uh, other things, well, the Christmas sales are coming. They'll be starting on the 26th. Everything will be reduced, so I'm hoping to pick up a few bargains, at least with food, if nothing else, because the expiration date of the food, you know, the best before date, that'll be uh, coming. So um, they'll be wanting to shift their food to make room for the new stock, and then almost immediately they'll begin to sell Easter eggs for the next big celebration coming up in February or March. There we are. So that's the history of the word hamper. I hope you've enjoyed this. Um, stay safe. Uh, it's getting a little bit colder now. 
the bookmakers, that's where you go to gamble, are now placing bets as to whether we will get a white Christmas. The bookmaker is where you go to gamble. The people who gamble in it are the ones who place the bets. So the question is, will we have a white Christmas? Nobody knows, but there is a storm coming. So we are braced for that. That just means prepared. Brace yourself. Again, on the aeroplane, I'm sure you've had the emergency uh, warning that if you hear the words brace, brace, you should assume the brace position. So we are braced for a storm coming. That's the other news. All right. So have a lovely day. See you all soon. Take care. Bye.